Hey, um, Pat B. Adam Willis couldn't join us tonight, but it's all good. We have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you here on The Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Forward bionically. Leaping forward bionically, leaping back within all directions. My friends, I'm feeling good. Why? Because we have so much action-packed for the <laughs> Hold it. <sighs> Gotta get it out. Got a few re- refueled room within a jar. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house, we have a full complement of nerdism. Yay, yay. I'm looking across the table to my man, JM, the Thriller Priest. Peace, peace. Glad to be here. What's this week three for you, boy? Yeah, you, you we can't get rid of I'm you, I'm about to be here next week, too, son. Thinking of four weeker. Uh, you know what? In commemoration, I'm giving you a new name. Um, What's going to be? You orange two shames from now on. I work it. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, brother, brother. Don't take that coat. <laughs> All right. And, of course, right here, give my man a quick quick dap on the side. He's not paying attention. Oh, quick pound. There you go. He take it. Oh, you trying try, try, try to be extra black. All right. I'm looking at my man, Mikey Mike Lewis. What up? What up? Uh, dude, okay, doing, man. Nah, dude, we are feeling good. Energized. We are feeling good. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Also got Let's chocolate chip cookies in the house. Cookies. Yeah. Cookies yeah. are the best. I call this man Mikey Mike Lewis. Sounds like a boxer name, dude. They used to call me Lefty Lewis in high school. Oh, see, there oh, you go, there man. You go. There you go. Lefty Lewis with the bumpy knuckles. <laughs> Knock you out. <laughs> All right. Let's not forget the man who not only can makes us look amazing, but is amazing himself. He's understated. All right. He's low key. Okay. Yep. He plays it down. I'm just talking about a man, just Johnny. Are these a bunch? Oh, yo, and are these a bunch of like short <laughs> jokes? No. Is that it? No, but uh, it says a lot that that's the first place you went, my man. Okay. Well, you, you built it up. It was like uh, getting low and, and small places. <laughs> I, I, never said, I never said getting low. <laughs> Over there twerking in the corner. Yeah, he's about low. to drop it like it's <laughs> hot. Yeah. He's low. I, I was trying to say he's, sim- he's simplistic and doesn't need any excess flash, but okay, we'll see where he heads at. All right. Over there dropping it like it's hot. It's just Johnny. Yo. <laughs> Oh, and of course, let's not forget the man who keeps the sounding crisp and delicious every week. I'm talking about DJ Herbie Herb. I love oh, there we go. Monstrous nice, right man. there. All right, all right. Now, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you kids. While I'm on the air, and I got a second, though, quick shout-out to Bell Guns. Okay, uh, yeah. okay. Guest of the show and, um, well, former guest of the show and friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And she's working on a uh, documentary called The Scarlet Ton Project. You all Amazing. Wanna, yeah, no, it's good, good stuff. It's all about badass women across the world and things that they're doing. And also right here in local regions. I actually got to speak at a symposium about it last week. So quick shout out there. If anyone's interested in the project, want to find out badass women are doing in the, in the world today, hit up uh, the scarlettongueproject.com. And uh, get the inside stuff. Also, hit him up on Facebook. See what's good and follow along. And you can now, always go through our, our iTunes archives to find an interview that we did with Bella. Yes, you can. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Instagram, all of at The Geek Down. Or you can find us on our own website, The. Excuse me. See, I can't do it every week. <laughs> it's geek-down.com. And also, if you hear any of the hijinks on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. I'll give that info again at the end of the show. But now, man, I want to jump right into the news, baby, because it's weird this week. Mm-hmm. All right, it's weird and wild. As you know, uh, currently we're in the midst of a presidential election, and <laughs> apparently everyone's getting in on the act. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Um, the latest, and this one just tickles me out. As a hardcore Star Trek fan, I am jazzed to report. Um, Star Trek producers, directors, film crew, maker, TV show. Not, I won't point that out too. Not just, um, the Star Trek film people, but the Star Trek TV people as well. Basically, everyone who's ever been involved in a Star Trek pro, not every, that's not fair. A lot of people involved in the Star Trek franchises have gotten involved in politics. All right, they've uh, reached out, or they've uh, sent an anonymous letter. Not anonymous letter. They sent a mass letter saying that they want to encourage people who are uh, third-party supporters, uh, third-party voters, to back Hillary Clinton. You said that very gently. They didn't say encouraged. What All right, was man. The quote they said they brother. said, yeah, they said, yo, knock it off. All right, we can't have a job sucker like Trump. Okay, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but we can't have a mother like Trump. Donald Trump in the White House. You know what? I wholeheartedly agree with him. Um, I do think that maybe this might be an overstep. I don't want to say that for sure, but it seems a little weird. The Star Trek alums 
are um, their endeavor is to keep the White House Trump free. <laughs> um, it, it was just an open letter. It's this thing that they send out to encourage people to sway people's opinions and just get them to think rationally, which is a thing I've said for a long time. And I've encouraged people to do this. But mm-hmm. this feels like almost an abuse of power. I'm with you on that one. I mean, because for me, it's like I'm not mad at, Star- at the folks of Star Trek doing it. I kind of feel for that one guy because you did some key grip. You know what I mean? Some 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 audio engineer who worked on Star Trek who's kind of like, but I like Trump though. <laughs> I, I, I'm about to put my money down on the wall right now. Yo, the you one, know what I mean? Who, who's gonna just, who's like, just quiet during that meeting? I mean, for those of you, this one dude who's like few and far between, asked out with his own sense of affluenza in the office. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is quiet in the room, but this meeting went down to discuss whether they're gonna drop this letter. Like, Where are you going? <laughs> I have to get water. He never comes back. <laughs> Never comes back. <laughs> what do you do? He's a lunch run for the office. He's going to McDonald's, picking up like thirty-seven number twos, and drops them back in a Bentley. You job, yeah, man. But anyway, I mean, I don't see it overreach. I just feel, I mean, the content itself is something that bothers me because you hear this so much mm-hmm. um, from politi- for politicians and me coming out of a poli side background. I just think the whole thing is trash. This whole you, if you vote for a third party, you're throwing away your vote. So on principle or on content, rather, I disagree with it. But on principle, hey, man, that's just what they do man if you're a star trek supporter and you're bitter at this let them know um is it a little overreach maybe but everybody else has been doing it with this election cycle man everybody mother feels as if they need to go out there and guilt trip people to vote for this way or that way so i'm not terribly surprised i just don't like the content because i'm hearing it a lot personally yeah i get that too and the thing is like everyone has their opinions on their particular candidate cool not everyone gives um like legitimate information on all the candidates and says make up your mind for yourself and I'm all for that, but also I'd kind of like people to think a little more rationally. And most of the um, current opposition to, I'll just say, my own particular party, because naturally we at the Geek Down here on WEMF Radio don't condone the swaying of any particular uh, political leanings of our audience. That's right. Even though we would uh, very much like to keep orange-faced, uh, <laughs> straw-haired, baboons, uh, bad baboons. Yes, yes, out of... Uh, specific positions of power. I'm just saying, Johnny's a little silent right now, so you might want to cut down on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah, a partisanship. Yeah. No, but he's low key, though. <laughs> is it because <laughs> I have straw hair? Is that it? Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny, tell us why you're voting for Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. Let me tell you about Ted Cruz. <laughs> he's a lawyer and he looks like a rat. So I look like a rat, and that's why I'm voting for him. Wow, okay. Relatability is important, my friends. Yes, it, it is, it is. That man found his candidate. Well, yeah, I actually posted not, not too long ago uh, a little spiel about, like, I don't care about what other people... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, there's too many people... Uh, overly hyped and and sort of focused uh, mm-hmm. fixated on just the presidential race when there's so many other positions probably one of the largest we've had available yes. for re-election yes. in a very long time and those are as far as i'm concerned more important i'm not saying that the president the president is not in unimportant position it is important but if you want to really do some damage to the system and sort of shake things up as far as the establishment, because quite frankly, it is the establishment that got us into this scenario where we mm-hmm. have two terrible candidates, one of them far worse than the other, mm-hmm. but they're still awful, awful candidates that know that the majority of the country really doesn't want. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's We got to that point because of the establishment, because there is a system of people doing favors for one another and paying it forward within their own collective elitist group Whoa. and wait, wait a minute you little anarchist don't put that out on the show people, no, 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 people no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. all right now johnny this man just said we should get together and beat down the electoral college and okay yeah. now, I, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say i'm not all for that that's right i'm not gonna say i'm for that i'm just gonna say we should announce that on a nationally internationally broadcasted forum now we just happen to stumble across a couple of people mike holds them down jay you just wait on their kidneys and herb you take their shoes maybe these things happen you know uh, New York is a tough city. Well, look, mm-hmm. all right. I was saying uh, for anybody who stuck around locally on WEMF uh, from the last show, we were talking about Trump because Which they all did. They all yeah, did. Man, I mean, it's the delicate tones of my voice. <laughs> no, nah, man. Like I was saying, like 
there's a there's there's a lot of you know there's loyalty there's that you know in group out group thing mm-hmm. where like oh you know I'm a Republican I gotta vote Republican maybe you mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff that Trump is saying divorcing it from the racist rhetoric mm-hmm. and the xenophobic rhetoric mm-hmm. um, you know or maybe you are racist and xenophobic irrelevant because I Trump- love Cena the Warrior Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you a Lucy Lawless fan, Herb? You you down for Lucy? Who will be afraid of her? I don't get it. <laughs> Herb just wants somebody to hold you him in the night. That's all Herb wants. Hey, she, hey, she the right one to do it, man. Go ahead. Oh, oh, she, 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 cuddle, she cuddle up Herb and her muscular arms. Go ahead, man. He's going to Hercules it. You said xenophobic. Hercules. Xena. Yeah. You know what? That's like five leaks, but there is no more apropos place to do it. <laughs> Yeah, like the point I'm trying to make is like he's not like a couple things. Mm-hmm. Politicians are going to say whatever they need to say to get elected. Yeah. We yeah. all accept yeah. this as fact. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a really good chance that a lot of the stuff that he's saying that you agree with probably doesn't believe in, probably isn't going to do, um, or is just flat out unrealistic. No oh, one's no, going to totally. make Mexico pay for anything. Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> Mexico has no obligation to pay for a wall, no matter what the president may have said to him when he went on his little trip to uh, Tijuana. That's number one. Number two, if you look at his record so far, he's been so wildly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. He, he sort of just Fires off from the hip, goes on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a long-standing theory that Donald Trump doesn't really want to be president. This whole thing started as just a way to keep his name and organization, his <laughs> business, in the public eye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I How believe that. Yeah, I when's the last time you saw yeah. an episode of The Apprentice? Uh, it's know? been years. Yeah, yeah when's the last, well, when's last time was Katz doing it big? That's what I last saw. <laughs> wait, wait, you remember that, that old commercial for Jordan's Furniture? You know you've hit it big when you're parodied by Jordan Furniture. It's like I don't, I can't focus on my on my on my mission. I can't. I don't know what's. I'm going, Devon, you're tired <laughs> with the with the thing. <laughs> All right. Well, um, no, that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Um, I think this whole thing originally started as I'm going to run for president. I'm going to do like Ross Perot. People are going to start talking about me again, and then that'll boost the Trump business. But there's mm. no possible way I could win, and I know this, but I'll make it seem like you know it's legit. Yeah. Yep. And then people will start talking about Trump again. Yeah, you know? they, and, they, and, they just and, did hey, you know an what? episode about that on South Park. Oh really? Uh, yeah, mm. it was uh, stole it from me. Yeah. Oh, it, it's actually ongoing through multiple episodes. It's uh, was it uh, Mr. Garrison is uh, <laughs> he like put on like an orange spray on tan oh, or something, like that, and you can see it. He went like, orange face. That's uh, hilarious. There's like uh, an outline of it. Wait, man, and, we gonna get lettuce from Oompa Loompas, uh, man. And it, it's the exact same thing that you said. It's it's like uh, I'm gonna try to run for it, but I don't think anyone would actually realistically vote for me and it's saying like all the things that you would expect someone a sane person to be like oh they're saying just these crazy things we're not going to vote for this person like trying to get themselves disqualified but because it's so off the cuff and not uh not robotic like the opposite mm-hmm. um it all the people are cheering them on and and you see people sort of turning to mr garrison aka trump <laughs> uh because of how off the cuff and how anti-establishment not anti-establishment i don't want to say anti-establishmentarian doesn't mean yes we're, we're following you <laughs> i'm saying i'm saying not uh, part of the norm the cookie cutter politician stuff mm-hmm. although he is saying very cookie cutter ish politician mm-hmm. stuff he's definitely trained in that way and but it's, it's all so, sprinkled with punch with uh, punk bitch acidum no no god no okay. the last thing i want to do is associate trump with anything punk that's not what at the end of the day yeah um when it came to when it came to the star trek and their staff and their writers and producers and everybody who was involved with it i would expect them to have put out a piece along the lines of boat your conscience mm. um to create critical thinking as opposed to just saying, if you vote for third party, you vote for you vote for Trump and blah blah blah. It just felt a little partisan for me. I, I would mean, expect someone um, of, of organization of their caliber, considering the massive amounts of people they're reaching out to um, within their franchise, have such something like that, as opposed to picking something so partisan. Mm-hmm. Because my only concern at this point for them in their model is how many fans have you lost because you chose a side and went with it? But then again, mm-hmm. how many fans they may have gained? Yeah. Because a lot of folks might have been like, hell yeah. Thank you for stepping up. So I don't know. It's it's a toss up for me when it comes to uh, this whole story. All right, you know, maybe you're right though. Um, I myself know how I was going to vote. I'd planned 
uh, not from the beginning, but you know, I paid attention to the facts and I made a rational decision. And then when my candidate dropped out, I made another rational decision. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This won't sway me, but maybe the people who, by some off chance, are Star Trek fans and third party voters. Which I do think that overlap is legit. Yeah. Like, there's a Venn diagram there that will reach a good amount of people. I don't know if it'll be strong enough, or at least will be seen as legitimate enough to sway their votes. Mm-hmm. If it is, I certainly hope they'll go with the boldly go to the poll and, like, just ham it up completely. <laughs> I will say, uh, if anyone is still thinking uh, to go um, to go orange face, uh, straw hair, um, I think I'm pretty sure, like, he's just in it now because he's in too deep. Mm-hmm. You know, so if by some odd chance that does happen, we will get. You ever seen Idiocracy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> nah, he's gonna be the one who sells the FDA to Brondor. Like oh. that'll happen on his watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're ready for Fuddruckers to become a uh, international powerhouse. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think we've given enough airtime to this rigglessness. Next news story, because this one is I, bananas. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> The Revenant pirate escapes jail, but not a $1.2 million penalty for illegal uploading. Now, Give six- me the jail time. Like, <laughs> what? Well, it all depends on the jail time, but jeez, dude, $1.2 million? Yeah, oh, they, wanted oh. The, they wanted the maximum stiff sentence, and they were talking about a hard time. What, the story here is this dude uploaded. Uh, well, okay, let me, re- let me actually read mm-hmm. down the Bring thing. Bring it down. Yeah. Huh? Uh, now, six months after pleading guilty to copyright infringement, uh, for uploading screeners of the movie The Revenant and the movie and the Peanuts movie um, yeah. online, former mm-hmm. studio employee William Kyle Morarity. Now, Morarity, not Moriarty. Oh, I, I was straight called a Moriarty, but go ahead. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, it would have been. Right now, just racing the name of Moriarty's everywhere. The Sherlock Holmes fans are pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, William Kyle Mor- uh, Morality was sentenced to pay $1.2 million, million dollars, I want to emphasize mm. that, mm. Uh, in restitution and serve eight months house arrest. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. He got to drop the money and be on house arrest? And house arrest. Oh, he is man. not leaving his house for real. That's a reduced sentence, baby. That's, that's <laughs> Isn't that kind of like opposite of what you should do? <laughs> he's, he's inside. He's looking at me on his computer all day, like, doing the same thing that he got arrested. Like, how are you going to get the money to pay him back if he can't step outside his house? Like, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking maybe they assume, ah, he's a Hollywood type. They've all got millions, right, going back to that affluenza situation. That Okay, there we go. He's the uh, He was the key grip working for voting for Trump. Yeah, It all ties. <laughs> it was him. It was him. Um, but nah, this poor SOB uh, uploaded the movie to a uh, BitTorrent site called Pass the Popcorn, uh, which I have been on, so here's what you <laughs> so Purely for research purposes, Herb. Somebody told me to get on that, too, and I was like, mm-mm, nope. Yeah, little, little suspect, and by little, I mean severely suspect. Um, and it was under investiga- under uh, uh, FBI surveillance. Um, now, in lieu of hard time, a uh, very big financial burden and house arrest were deemed the uh, the best consequences by the court, and a warning to others. So pretty much, they did this to dude. They were they were they just wanted to, they just want to throw the book at this cat. Go old school, like you won't break rocks. So yeah. Keep keep going with the rest with the rest mm-hmm. of the blurb, man, because that last yeah. part is ridiculous. Oh, oh, you mean the part of <laughs> <laughs> yes? Keep going. All right, hold up. <laughs> In addition, Herb, I know you like this one too. Uh, Morality also helped the feds put together a PSA. <laughs> On the pitfalls and consequences of piracy. <laughs> it's not a victimless crime, baby. <laughs> Yo, ain't that just a serious, serious... So, Yo, this so, dude... so let's, let's back this up for a minute. So yeah. he got to drop $1.2 million, yes. be on house arrest for eight months, yes. and turn around and do a PSA saying, hey, kids, don't pirate in the movie theaters. Great commercial and after you school special. You got me kidding me. He's going to be winking through it the whole time. <laughs> I hope... I, I hope told to God. you. It's, a, it's terrible. I hope out of spite, he streams and, and puts that, that commercial on the <laughs> Just out of spite. What the pirate, the anti-pirate again. Man, just be like, remember kids, don't go on BitTorrent sites. It would be a really porn freaky thing to do. And you might be labeled a demon-oid. If you kick ass, <laughs> pirate bay, or, you know, it's just like, it's just like wicked up the suck. Man, I, I really do feel for this dude though. 
at, at some point in life, we've all been tempted to do so, even though we haven't because we're a uh, righteous, upright, mm, fine, and upstanding law-abiding. citizens. Exactly, right. exactly. Reputable all around. Yep, I love giving corporations my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of capitalism. The bigger they are, the more money they get. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at the same time... Mm-hmm. Uh, I might even vote Trump. Right, so <laughs> I'm there and I'm with you. I don't like, like, uh, you know... Hey, I was 14 at one point. I've streamed stuff or illegally downloaded music. Like, oh. and at the four, Ooh, 14 years, this man is yeah, not, this man is not yeah, associated with. Hey, I'm pretty <laughs> sure statutes of limitations were up on that a little while ago. But if you want, y'all can get at me. <laughs> you think so? But those bootleg copies of Pootie Tang you were trying to hawk on the corner, man. I mean, shh. Well, Biggie Shorty Look, on the front cover. I just <laughs> love Louis C.K. Played by Tilda Swinton, though. So that was yeah. a real bootleg version. No, I don't so know where that came from. like, yeah, but. The corporations are the people paying the artists. Yes, it mm-hmm. goes like it cuts both ways. It's a really mm-hmm. complex and terrible issue because mm-hmm. um, I like I got no love for Fox, <laughs> <laughs> but I like Leo. Well, you don't like those Fantastic Four movies? I like Tom Hardy. They were both those are the main characters in the Revenant. Mm-hmm, uh, for mm-hmm, those of you mm-hmm. who may have not mm-hmm. seen that movie, and if you haven't, you need to see it. It mm-hmm. is. For the cinematography alone, yes. just drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Also, if you want to see a grown man penetrated by a bear. There's no better place. With his claws, yeah. the bear was a female, but you know. Hey, hey, hey. You will not <laughs> gender uh, stereotype on this show. If a female bear wants to penetrate. I have no idea where I'm going with this. Yeah, no. I was, gonna <laughs> like, I was waiting. I was on that train pad. I wanted to see it come into the station. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> All right, we will not shame any female. Ba- the man was just out for a stroll, and she decided, "No, nah, I want to have that." <laughs> um, it no, was no, no, Leo, no. though. Uh, well, Who doesn't want to have Leo? You're right. Mm-hmm. No, that's I'd have Leo right now. Correct. I've seen those. Episodes. Was that interspecies right. erotica? Whoa. That's what that's called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say a, a zoophile. I think. Well, yo, yeah. can, can we get back to the story, please? <laughs> to bring it, it back. Actual, I hope somewhere by some uh, twist of fate, this poor SOB is listening to this show <laughs> or like, watching. Where's the prestige? Mm. Yeah. Oh, watching. That's right. We are switching live on stream. I forgot to give the information. Johnny, want to facilitate that? Please? Oh, yeah. If you want to watch us act like idiots, uh, you can go to <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash the geek down. Thank you. Not exactly how I'd put it, but yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to splice that right into the front. Yeah. <laughs> make, it, make it seem legit. Um, but yeah, this poor, ba- uh, this poor gentleman, uh, William Kyle Mori, uh, Morarity is uh, basically being used as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. I do feel for the dude, and I don't encourage piracy, but, I mean, these things happen. I think it's a bit severe. Seriously. I mean, do we really think, though, that, like, how often has deterrence worked in the past for anything, right? Mm. Like, do we really feel like, uh, look, he got hit. Like, he he just got ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we, like, do you guys think that this is really going to... I think no. so because look at the effectiveness uh, of reefer madness. Nobody smoked marijuana since 1946, and then, <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Thanks to re- thanks to uh, Rex Banner, um, we haven't. Uh, no one's had a drop of alcohol. I don't know what you're laughing at. Had a drop of alcohol since uh, since what was it 1922? Uh, I mean, and, <laughs> I mean, good things are happening. You know, racism was stamped out. Long, long ago, thanks we to that wonderful documentary, uh, Birth of a Nation, yeah, by yeah. D.W. Griffith. That was, this mm. man handled business. Foreshadowing. I mean, that, 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 <laughs> nice. was, uh, that was a good, nice little <laughs> foreshadow. Um, yeah. Mike, no, I don't. I mean, yeah. I went to, when I was in school, mm. I had legit two of my friends got got up on it. It was a... Was it whoever the, whoever music people are? Was it RIA? Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the RIA with um, Metallica, <laughs> Britney Spears, <laughs> Lars Allman, Allman, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the true patriots. So yeah. when them jokers went uh, after a couple of my college buddies, straight got letters in the mail like mm. we were suing you for 120 grand a piece. <laughs> because, yeah, because you, 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 you pirated the money, money off of, off of freaking Live Wire and oh, Bear man. Share. Y'all remember all those dads? Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, I remember. I remember Saint Anger. Okay, they ain't losing no no hundred and something thousand. That's <laughs> them trying to recoup. So I had two friends of my wild, metal band doing the most college. metal thing ever, going to therapy. You job That was a group. Uh, I exactly. I don't. I don't like when Lars looks at me while he plays the trail. Man. <laughs> All I know is I had two friends of mine while we were in college. Yeah, get those letters. Yeah, yeah. Ass off. Sorry, brother. Go ahead. It's all good. And I tell you right now, even though these were dear friends of mine who got these letters, I still went back to my dorm and kept down. And I was just saying, everybody else did the exact same thing. Like, damn, you don't know, me break you off for 20 bucks, man, for your legal fees. But I got to still get that new biggie, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, I mean, 
is it a turret? Not at <laughs> no, all. I mean, it's one of those your heart goes out to the guy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think more people are gonna go online and start torrenting even more so. A lot more uploaders, so it's not just like two people, two people freaking seeding and you're trying to wait and get your download on from two people who carrying it. I mm-hmm. think more people gonna go up there and more people gonna share just out of spite yeah, because of how they just exactly. rammed this dude, yes. man. Exactly. They reamed him, man. Man. All right. So if you're a um, if you're a sympathizer of these particular acts, look up the story and just follow it. Follow along because I would like to see some level of uh, of uh, of outrage and backlash from the public. Get this dude kind of a reduced sentence mm-hmm. off of this ridiculous reduced sentence they gave him to begin with. Because, dude, honestly. It's just a dude who thought, I like these movies, I'm going to share them. I don't think there was any malicious intent. I don't think he himself was making legitimate profits in how he uploaded to a, uh, as I understand, free network. You know, and yeah. uh, honestly, the PSAs, I can understand that. You know, you got caught, you do, you take your medicine. That happened. The house arrest, I understand. You got caught again, mm-hmm. you pay the price. But literally 1.2 million. No one, normal people don't have that in their back pocket just chilling. You know, that's not my rainy day fund or my red man dollar Dude, box. Millionaires don't got that in their back pocket just <laughs> chilling. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that guy belongs to the movie theater industry now, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Penetrating On top day. of the fact that, like... Get me my I water. Mean, <laughs> I don't know if it said what it was that he did, but, like, you think he's going to have a shot at working in that town again? I'm fairly certain no. Yeah, that's why I'm like, you're going to take his career, mm. take his freedom for eight months, mm. better than jail, but still take his freedom... And he has to pay you probably the sum total of everything he's going to earn in his existence. Mm-hmm. Like, how mm-hmm. does that break down to freely sharing two movies, one of which I can attest to the quality of? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't Wait. know that the, 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 the crime don't fit the sentence. No. Seriously. Also, they, they, he, like, shared those after they were, like, whether they were in movie theaters? Um, no, they came out. A uh, week before they hit theaters. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, that kind of makes sense, though, dude. Uh, that makes sense. But I can see why they nailed yeah, them. But yeah, not yeah, that yeah, much, yeah. Though, but you're right. I, mean, I can see why they're like, mad, but mm. still. Once movies hit like like DVDs, dude, you get really good DVD rips on like free sites, man. You know, but yeah, like on those, before that, as Herb has read in articles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> yes. What's uh, a computer? Basically, what it comes to <laughs> fine. What it comes down to is citizens. this is pretty much like tainted this dude's future unless he. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Get find the gig working for the government doing these types of things. You know he will. Like, and catch me if his, yeah. PS, his PSAs are gonna get like big, dude. Yeah, he could, no, he, let this gonna... dude become like the hype Williams of PSAs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like yeah, I copyrighted uh, Suicide Squad 2016, and here's how I did. You know, something like you're talking Billy Mays here. Like, some pirated mixtapes. <laughs> Right. That was a guy great from Everest commercials. Oh, it's like guy from Everest commercials. Well, why can't you pirate like I did? Get your game into you. Oh, man. <laughs> me angry for no reason. All right. Anyways, uh, this is sit on your couch. Not pirated right now. <laughs> All right. Well, if you can't work in Hollywood again, there's always porn. Oh, okay. God. So next news story: NBC axes new comedy Mail Order Family after a Change.org petition and objections by Asian American groups uh, over stereotyping of Filipino women. Now, um, this is loosely based on the writer-producer uh, Jackie Clark's family himself, and he's one of the producers of... Um, oh, you're talking um, about uh, like a, like a Golden Costco. Girls. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, no. you're the name of the store is uh, Superstore. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, one With America Forever. Gosh, she's fine. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, there's she some is. girl on that show. Uh, on, on, focus, brother, please. <laughs> Sorry, she is. All right. Um, loosely based on uh, on his uh, his actual family, um, the show would have uh, followed a widower, a widower, excuse me, um, who orders a male lord a bride uh, from the Philippines to help raise his children. That's not racist. Uh, oh, male lord a bride. It's it's touchy areas. Um, <laughs> the complaints include the mail order bride industry uh, in the Philippines uh, <clears throat> is rooted in uh, historical U.S. colonial occupation of the Philippines, feudal patriarchal view of the of Filipino women, well, of Filipinas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, current neo-colonial uh, economic policies that have impoverished the Filipino people. Um, now, this also comes two years after uh, similar charge were filed and ended up uh, killing another ABC sh- ABC show, not ABC um, uh, pilot, uh, Alice in Arabia. After similar claims uh, came from a Muslim advocacy group, you remember mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Now this, I, I think, I'm, I've never been a fan of those type of these types of shows, mm-hmm. but um, when you take the uh, aspect of, um, I don't want to say race, I'll say ethnicity and um, and international 
Ism? Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm when, I'm when, when, yeah, you. you look at this, this is the same. It would have been the same from the sound of it. It would have been the same type of show as something like a Mr. Belvedere, mm-hmm. you know, something like a um, uh, the nanny. The nanny. That's yeah. the yeah. first one I thought mm-hmm. of. Yeah. This is you bring a um, a, you bring an X Factor character into a quote unquote stable environment uh, to help raise the family, and they will, in <laughs> the end, you hope, positively affect. Uh, the upbringing with their differentness, and I think mm-hmm. the point of view from this um, from this dude's perspective is the fact that he his family specifically mm-hmm. uh, it was in a similar situation where they had the mail order that worked out for them. Uh, maybe looking at it with uh, kind of like rose tinted glasses of a best case scenario, not considering that dude you're talking about possible sex slavery situation where somebody was sold to the company that sent you this male lord of bride in the first place. You know, there's, there's just a political landmine waiting to be, like, stepped on. I agree, on I agree with you 100%, stuff. man. For yo, Y'all can't see my face really on Twitch, but when I said that wasn't racist, it was sarcasm, because it <laughs> clearly is. Mm. Um, like, did you not think this through? Um, it's just ridiculous. It really I mean, is, because I'm, I'm immediately I'm thinking, immediately I'm getting images of them seeing, you know, how can we bank off of what Martin family did? Because yeah. Sofia Vergara is able to bring in the Colombian influence, but mm. The way it was told with Marta Family is just ingenious because you see all these different people uh, of diverse. You know, you see a lot of diversity with the show Marta Family, mm-hmm. but because of the premise of this is clearly we got this Filipino woman to be our slave, and we learn something off of it. Congratulations, pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> it, it's, it's not going to go down <laughs> well. You know what I mean? That's really what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that at the very least. Uh, this will be an eye opener. Mm-hmm. Anyone has a similar idea? Sitcoms, I love them. I grew up watching every sitcom under the sun. Good, bad, um, forgettable. Even Gidget, brother, I love Gidget. Yo, she was <laughs> she was this little girl that could surf. Yo, you know how how rare that was. Nineteen. Yo, Gidget was the shit. I'm gonna I go home. I watch Gidget. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home and watch some 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 reruns now. Some well, dream after on? the after the show. Dream on with Brian Ben Ben. Yes. Very underappreciated <laughs> show. Started on HBO. We yep. could actually see some tits. And then ported to Fox. I gained a fond appreciation for um what's the name that went on to uh, just shoot me. Uh, yeah, she was his wife. Uh-huh. Also, if you look up that show, the uh, kid who played his son, mm-hmm. he's bitter, man. Because after that, he couldn't really get any roles in Hollywood. Not because of that, but because Hollywood is vicious towards child actors. Oh, yeah. And it was either that. It was either Cozy of the Pedophiles or people <laughs> interested in... So- yeah. Oh, or you want this role? Career. Yeah, for real. Seriously. Put on this Viking suit. <laughs> you want to be famous, don't you? I'll see you in front of the camera. Give, give yeah. him the Birdman treatment. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of touchy ground to cover, and... and Shows like this, I mean, honestly, I will say it's not always 100% a, f- a failure mm-hmm. uh, situation. Look at that show um, about the uh, the um, the uh, the outsourcing. T- oh, outsourced. Mm-hmm. It was called uh, the show about the guy, the um, the white American who was sent to work at his oh, company's yeah. uh, Indian um, yeah, call yeah. center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a show. Yep. They made it. I don't know how long it lasted. Because mm-hmm. I didn't watch that bullshit, but mm-hmm. it went for a while. You know, I, I I love how this is a clean show. Yet I've sworn like nine like nine times. Hey, you're already. quick to correct all of us. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just very passionate about these issues. Let me wrap this one up real quick. All I'll say is the story itself is that this show is not happening. I think it should be kind of an eye opener. Um, that should say people. Go into these things with eyes open. Pay attention and be aware of who you might offend. In this case, it was Filipinas. Tomorrow it could be your group. Tomorrow it could be your group. Tomorrow it could be Herb's group. It could be James. Well, James and I are constantly offended. We'll talk about that later oh, absolutely. On the show. I mean, I got to yes. chuckle a little bit to the fact that it came out of Change.org. I said that Change.org was the ones who sponsored that. Yeah. That, uh, that whole, we need to get Jesse Williams off the air because what Jesse Williams said at the BET Awards was so offensive. So let's take him off the air. So it's like. But yeah, you're gonna fight for this one. Nice job, Change.org, for not being consistent. Uh, all, I'll say, all I'll say is Jesse Williams is no Billy Crystal. I mean, and she won't be until she's 107. Look, um, at the same time though, let's just—I'm just playing devil's advocate. I agree mm-hmm. with everything that's said. Oh, you, you agree with white slavery? Go ahead. Well, not, not white slavery. Um, uh, I mean, sex fair is fair. General, um, no, you're but, right. You're right. This man is an equal opportunity sex trafficking fan. So I just want to point that I, I out. I think he's trying to. I apologize for pigeonholing you, sir. So yeah, it's a terrible idea. It's not a good premise, mm-hmm. as is laid out to us in that blurb. Mm-hmm. But 
I can, I mean, I can't do it on my feet right now, but if you give me about 20 minutes, I can take three TV shows and reduce them down to the component parts and probably, yeah, it, it's only an hour show, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah, no, but like, this is my point though. Like, mm-hmm. are you taking, let's just say for the sake of saying that this, you know, I, I'm stretching here. It's a sitcom, but let's just say for the sake of saying that this was going to say something worth listening to. Mm-hmm. Let's say that it was going to say something about that industry and how negative it is and, you know, you know, whatever, whatever. I uh, granted, I think it's a stretch. It's a sitcom on a basic television network. I don't think that it was gonna, you know, break up, break walls down. But are you taking opportunities away from creators who have a story that they want to tell just because of an initial negative public reaction who did not see what the actual show contained? Yeah. No. All I'll say is this dude already made his money. This was like the second, um, the second turn of. Uh, oh, Herb, what's up, man? Oh, no, I was... Oh, man. So, like... Sorry for that gracefully. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, off. He was holding on to that mic for a long well, time. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You gave me the signal like, no, nah, no, shut no, your hole, no, brother. No, we got no, important no. information to explain. I, I, I thought you were going to clean opinion, it up and man. then kick it uh, over to her. I, I'm, I'm, I'm no good at improv, brother. What do you think? This is a radio show? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Hurry, <laughs> hurry. What's good, brother? Uh, I was going to say, man, like, uh, um, on the other side, like, the people usually complain that like uh, uh, Hollywood whitewashes everything, and here we got like a show that's like taking a stab at bringing in like a different like race and a different like funny hmm. like kind of weird. Yeah, like, Michelle Rodriguez is gonna jump through that door and punch you in the face. Well, all right, all right dude. Like, mm. come on, dude. Like, uh, no, like, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I actually agree with you, but not in this forum. Like, this yeah, yeah, is like, not. Yeah, this was a bad that. taste. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, there's it, it better ways to go about it. it. This was just this was just an unfortunate situation where good ideas um, were interpreted in the worst. Possible ways because that's the natural, um, that's the natural uh, 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 leaning uh, when you're talking about well, we're getting mail of brides in this sucker. <laughs> if this was, um, if this was like 1992 and a rerun of Married with Children, yeah, I was all, just gonna all, bring all, up all, Married all with Children, dude. But this is 2016, dude. And oh, it's actually, yeah, but, but back in '92, Married with Children was no like, pun was intended. It, but, but wasn't Married with Children back in '90 whatever it, it premiered? Like, wasn't that like yeah, like risque and like. People were like, "Wow, this like some people might have been offended by it, and they were, and they they just didn't have the internet or enough like communication between each other mm-hmm. to make a fuss about it, dude. Like like back then, like they didn't have the internet, they didn't, they couldn't like like communicate within their peers like fast enough in order to make a, a a stand against it. And then after a while, time time you know time kicked in, and it became really popular yeah, or whatever. You were also talking about a show that had such prestigious prestigious episodes as they go to an English town. <laughs> Everyone wants to kill them to break some hundred-year-old curse because the dude spent too much time on the toilet. That happened. Okay, like, it wasn't Shakespeare. I, that happened like way later on, dude. But I, mean, I, I hear you, man. All right. I know. I'm, I'm so just saying. Dude, I mean, but yeah, right. but like, wouldn't it just be better? Like, if I'm NBC, it's like toss it out there. They say no press is bad press, right? Mm-hmm. They got a lot of bad press. NBC <laughs> tosses it out there. Maybe it's garbage. If it's garbage, it's going to get canceled anyway. If it's not garbage <laughs> yeah, and it actually, it actually says something that's actually good, it actually makes a point, mm-hmm. then they just made themselves more money, and everybody who was wrong can shut the hell up. You well, know what? No, you, you, you're right. You're that. right, mm-hmm. and you, you swayed me. Okay, now, um, NBC is a subsidiary of Comcast, right? Yeah, go ahead and put it out there so this tanks your network and maybe you can lower my damn cable bill. Yeah! <laughs> never gonna happen. Yeah, We've Jeez. given this far too much time. Never gonna happen. I, I will yeah, say that up on it this is a real... To, what's up? Sorry. It, it is a real issue, though. Like, there are... I mean, usually it isn't mail order, uh, but I've personally... Order to bride? Come, go ahead. Well, I've personally come, come into, like, s- scenarios of this happening, but it's kind of like the opposite, where people from outside the United States pay other people to marry them so that they can get into the citizenship in the United States. Mm-hmm. And this personally happened to me. So You paid to be in this country? And I no did that? pay. I am not a citizen. I was born here, but I am not a citizen. You Everybody got around. He's just kidding because <laughs> like, the FBI will come and take you. <laughs> I am absolutely <laughs> a citizen. I was born here. I just said Jake, I was born here. Give you the side eye like, I'm come on, man. Like, if, I if INS comes, <laughs> I am putting my hands on the ground. I'm not making no sunny movements. The mayor right there uh, said it, not me. All right, all right, all right. We're, we're all legal. I'm just saying this because I know you're listening. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, I want to hear about a picture 
about to tear up box office. Mm-hmm. Yep. So much controversy going on <sighs> involving the directors, mm-hmm. involving the legacy. The writers. I'm talking, of course, about 1915's Birth of a Nation by D.W. Griffith. Now, this movie just came. Oh, the wait, Making I, of a Klansman. Right? Making of a Klansman. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. What the hell? Like, that actually came out. This mother. In, in interviews, <laughs> this fool. Ha- We're talking about. Um, Birth of a Nation. Right now, I'm just doing a little uh, little exposition on the original Birth of a Nation, which the name and little else came from for the 2016 Birth of a Nation. But the original movie um, was by D.W. Griffith, and is still taught in film schools today. I know, as a film school graduate, you mothers, where we had to study um, the original Birth of a Nation, touted as one of the first examples of in-camera editing and like eccentric shots and really well-told stories. The problem is it's a movie about the Ku Klux Klan being the ultimate uh, saviors of America. <laughs> the irony is that Woodrow Wilson was actually a huge fan of the movie to the point where Griffin would show up to the White House and show him private screenings. Man. Pretty messed up. Wow. Seriously. And now he's talking about the... Anyways. Um, wow. The latest movie, however, uh, to be called Birth of a Nation is uh, about Nat Turner, an enslaved Baptist preacher uh, who lives on a Virginia plantation owned by Samuel Turner. Uh, With rumors of insurrection in the air, a uh, cleric convinces Samuel that Nate should sermonize uh, to other slaves, thereby quelling any notions of an uprising. As Nate realizes, excuse me, and and Nate witnesses uh, the horrific treatment of his fellow man, he realizes that he can no longer just stand by and preach. Um, now, on August 21st, 1831, Turner's quest for justice and freedom leads to a violent and historical rebellion in uh, Southampton County. Mm-hmm. Now, Jay, you actually got to check this one out, man. Dude, yes, lay yes, it on us. yes, man. I'm very happy to be able to catch uh, a sneak preview. I mean, I, I, I was told there's only three of them that was happening in the area, so I caught the second one. There's one more tomorrow, which is totally sold out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely a great picture. I mean, uh, many of you know who are listening heard of the uh, controversy that was surrounding um, the director, um, Nate Parker. Yes. Um, really don't want to get into that. If you want to check it out, go on his Facebook, Google Nate Parker, the whole nine yards. The whole thing is it's incredibly it's sad, man. It really is. The whole scenario, everything from what happened to the victim to um, his, his um, ultimate um, the reaction he's getting for it. Um, so it's just a mess. So I just really want to focus on the film itself. Mm-hmm. Um, the film was an amazing film. Just the way it was done, the way it was directed, um, the way it was shot all the way around. The way the story was told, I was real hesitant in the beginning to go see it. The very first trailer I saw was the one that was um, released right after Sundance. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot more grittier. Um, it reminded me of um, Luke Cage in that sort of way, which we'll talk about a little later. Just in terms of how gritty it was, that he really put me in. Um, maybe because it was just focused on the strength of Nat Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point however when i saw the um the trailer the night before um that was released by fox searchlight it reminded me of one of those sort of um feel good stories kind of like the color purple where you see the slaves happy amongst each other then something at some point you see whipping and then you do feel the pain oh, and sorrow happy slave and then and then next thing you see happy slave at the end you know so it's just kind of like oh i'm not trying to see this nope so I was real hesitant to go see it, um, but then uh, a couple of our folks, friends of the friends of the show, um, really urged me to go, and I went to go see it, and it was just one of the most amazing experiences. Ran to friends I haven't seen in years um, at this screening. Just the way it walks you through from when Turner was a child, um, and a kid actor who played that role did a pretty good job. From when Turner is a child up until the point where he's a teenager, um, it kind of flies through his teenagers very very quickly. Um, it jumps to the point where he's like in his mid twenties or so, um, and as he's coming up and where he's preaching. Um, because he was cited as one of those "quote unquote" good Negroes who was able to catch, um, catch. Um, Damn, he, he was pretty smart. So they ultimately, he, was a, he was a catcher Freeman. Ultimately, they pretty much grabbed him and say, "Hey, we're going to teach you the Bible. They teach you how to read via the Bible." And then ultimately, as you said, the um, the the local preacher was like, "Hey, you need to send him around to go preach to these other slaves to prevent them from um, to, to to motivate them to work harder to prevent any sort of insurrection." So ultimately, he was used um, as a traveling preacher to just. Um, for him to just be able to preach and try to calm these slaves who were angry at different plantations down and in the midst of his journey him seeing all the pain and suffering that other black people were dealing with um, just took its toll on him and then ultimately one day he started reading the bible thoroughly because ultimately he was just reading the passages of scripture um, that justified slavery so things like slaves be be more being um, loyal to your masters that sort of thing and he just started flipping through one day because he's, he's so depressed and seeing all this stuff and honestly I'm not telling you nothing you don't know because yeah, if actually, if you, this was all in the trailer. Because I mean, A, it's in the trailer, and B, if you read the confessions of Nat Turner, it's all in there. Because I mean, he he apparently wrote a he actually gave a confession the night before um, he was actually executed. So I mean, 
if you just read that, that's clearly where Parker Celestin got it from. Mm. So it, it's funny because we look it up. It says um, Parker Celestin, um, are the ones who wrote the story, and it just pretty much took the um, they pretty much took his confession and expanded upon it. Mm. Really, um, the nineteen um, the actually the one from actually eighteen thirty one, his confession he gave to Thomas Gray. That confession, not the redo that was done by the um, I can't remember the Jewish author who wrote the confessions of Nat Turner. It's not based on that at all. It's mm. based mostly on Nat Turner's actual confession he gave to the attorney um, Thomas Gray. Well, this movie was based off of an original book. Do you know if this was, or excuse me, do you know if that was uh, the uh, the historical text he's talking about? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure it had to be some sort of relation um, because the vast majority of what I've read um, out of Gray's um, text, which is only like maybe five, ten pages, is really short. Mm-hmm. Um, just This is what Turner told me while he was in the slammer before we executed him. And he just effectively did uh, Alex Haley and took down the notes, yeah. <laughs> like Malcolm X and all that. Letters from Birmingham jail. Pretty much. That's pretty much what I gathered from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, so it walks through Turner. Um, effectively, for me, as a the thriller priest, as a clergy person, it was really inspirational to me to see how he actually opened up and started reading more parts of the Bible. So he, so his, he has a scene where he's like, all these, all these scriptures I've been quoting. I'm only been quoting the first half. I haven't quoted the second half because I didn't read the second half, which says you need to raise up and not let these, not let these people beat you and slaughter you and take up the sword. And he had this moment where he's just like, "Let's go." He builds his posse and just slaughters. Nice, my favorite uh, passages. <laughs> and lo, God did say Pharaoh was a jive sucker, and lo, Yahweh doth command you break a foot off. In Pharaoh's house. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for Sam Jackson's monologue, man. I was waiting for it. Yahweh was represents. For... <laughs> I was waiting for him to say it. Strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. <laughs> so I was waiting for that, but he didn't do it. But still, oh. it was it was great. Um, a couple of takeaways. One, it's mm-hmm. not a dark and dreary film. Um, it's shot dark in a sense of like, it means a lot of darkness in the movie because, I mean, you're seeing brutality. You seen um, there's a scene where um, his wife is brutally raped. If you've been following Parker, that's one of the biggest criticisms he's received because of his past and that being in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't actually see the actual event happen, but you know what happens mm-hmm. um, because of the aftermath. You'll see that um, when you're watching the film. Um, so there's parts of it that's dark, but one of the things that um, that Celestine and Parker did well is that the people they cast for this role, I mean, for the specific roles, and how they acted them out was very well. One of the things that stuck out was actually Roger Smith. Um, Roger Smith, who's known for many roles, one of the roles I remember him from is... Um, yeah, Big O. He's um, the guy in the future who... I'm oh, sorry, that's an anime joke. Uh, for, I was just going to say that he, he was Rudy and Malcolm X. I remember that. He usually, <laughs> he usually plays like the kind of the quote-unquote sellout black guy in many of the movies. Um, so he oh, played... Hey, at least he wasn't uh, Jamie Foxx with that hairpiece. Yeah, for real. So um, he played um, he played the house Negro, if you will, in this movie. Mm-hmm. And just the way he hammed it up, even though it was such a serious role, had many members of the audience laughing because they're like... I I remember you when you was this guy so it just pulls you in um so many members who who've watched who've seen this movie could definitely pinpoint certain roles like i could see gabrielle union doing this because she's in a movie and she plays a role. like yeah okay gabrielle union you know so it's just really interesting watching Wait, question, the audience. has she aged yet no she gabrielle looks amazing. Union is like it's like it's like 53 yeah, playing 19 amazing. to this day she really did look she's playing about 19 20 in this movie just like Damn. you look really young in this movie ridiculous um, but just got, got, got mike over there sweating look at him <laughs> <laughs> she looked amazing um shout out to Richards a couple of actors <laughs> Sega. she's like keith richards ass yeah. like yeah. <laughs> Down. A <laughs> um, couple. Um, give a couple shout outs to a couple of the actors and the actresses. Of course, Nate Parker did an amazing job. Um, Army Hammer um, did a pretty good job as well. Um, he's from the Social Network, uh, Mira Mira, Lone Ranger, um, the Man from Uncle. Um, he did a bunch of plays. He did a couple things, and he played the lead protagonist. He played. Um, Samuel Turner in this movie, so he did a pretty good job, um, which is really good. I mean, overall, um, definitely must must go see this movie um, without a doubt. I plan on actually going to see it um, whenever it hits theaters. I believe it hits theaters this Friday, the seventh, correct? Um, yeah, the seventh. That's the, that's what the first this Friday is. So it's hit, it's coming to theaters this Friday. Nationwide release. Go do it. Uh, for those of you who are protesting it because of um, Parker's past, um, I hear you and I understand uh, because it's it's the whole thing. It's just a, a really really messy situation. Uh, for those of you who plan on going to see it, um, be prepared uh, because it's definitely um, an emotional roller coaster you go on. But it's just an amazing story that is told um, of someone who's been left out of history in terms of Nat Turner. Yeah, and that's what I got. Hell, but, uh, thank you, thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, I may nice. want to check it out. I don't know if I can handle that level of like hard grit. That's what I'm saying. It's, little... it's not. It, it's a roller coaster, so it's not really hard grit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because I mean, so I've been laughing at the with slaves. I see how it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> like I said, it's a it's an emotional roller coaster that's built in there, so you're not sitting there walking out incredibly depressed. All right. You know, because that's my hesitancy with um with many of these um retellings of slave movies and slave narratives when it comes to, like Twelve Years a Slave. I still haven't seen that yet. I read the book, and I'm hesitant to see it. Right, and now, what many, you want to check out? You want to check? You want to go see Roots the musical? Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'll, I'll stop. You're I'll stop. Best. You're nah, best. Birth of a Nation. What right. birth? Birth of a Nation. Uh, go see it. All right, cool. Um, now, fellas, I know Johnny's over there just antsy nope. in the seat, getting heated because we haven't talked about it yet. We're going to it. Let's just have a have a nice little discussion, if we will, about the latest thing to break the internet. It yes, um, Marvel's Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, or simply Luke Cage is an American web television series created for Netflix by Chio Hodari Chikoka. I've never actually said that out loud. Based <laughs> well on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Now, one of the cool things about this is it's set in the Marvel. It's set in the Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So, when, if they need to, when they need to, this can tie when, in. When, when they better, <laughs> they better put them in a movie. I'm a fight, I'm a riot. They put them in a movie. All right. When they need to, this can tie into the movies. You can see him fight alongside Black Panther, Iron Man, Thor, yeah, the Incredible Hulk, all them suckers. <laughs> the, they got the most simplistic description here, uh, so I'll let y'all jump into it. But um, <clears throat> uh, it's gonna be given strength. And durability. A wrongly accused man, Luke Cage, by a sabotage experiment, the wrongly accused man escapes prison to become a superhero for hire. That in itself, despite being really vague, is almost a spoiler if you know Luke Cage from the comics. Mm -hmm. But basically, the show is a story of a man who we first saw in uh, the, the previous Netflix series, which you did talk about on this show too, uh, Marvel's Jessica Jones, Jones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was a damn good show. It was fantastic. Yes. It was great. And yeah. to take a, a, a an actor that I love so much, like uh, like David Tennant, and have him doing a similar uh, shtick to make me hate him so much is just an incredible piece of uh, of, of of art of, of of television, and they did it beautifully. And we also were uh, introduced to Luke Cage, uh, who's now been given his own series. Um, the episodes are available on Netflix now. I got to check this out. Um, I haven't watched the whole series. I, I still have a, I still have a couple episodes to go. To, I have to a long out. way to go, but yep. for what I saw, mm -hmm. amazing. All right. Well, it's Luke Cage available now. Uh, let me get your impressions. I like it, but like I was uh, telling a few people earlier today, like I like it, but not for what I wanted it to be. Hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I'm coming into it like I really liked. I love Daredevil. I think it's a great show. Mm -hmm. um, yep. For a lot, a lot of reasons, I like Jessica Jones, but again, like Jessica Jones was its own thing, mm -hmm. and it, it, it it did not play off a of Daredevil, and it it's a very different field of the show, very different content. <clears throat> so I was expecting that with Luke Cage, but like Luke Cage is Luke Cage, he's a big dude, he's strong, he's powerful. You get to see him sort of throw. It'll his stand for bad language. Yeah, he he throws his weight around in Jessica Jones. For anybody you know who who's seen that, so I was sort of expecting a little more action than I've gotten so far. Mm -hmm. um, I find the show really engrossing. I really think it's very well done for a lot of reasons. But I'm not impressed with uh, sort of the more uh, actiony scenes. You know what I mean? And I don't know if uh, like I haven't seen the whole thing. I'm only in like episode six or seven. Mm -hmm. um, and this is not like a me saying it. No, you definitely need to check this stuff out. Mm -hmm. But it was not like I was sort of. It turned my expectations on it on on their head. All right, what mm -hmm. you got there? Michael doesn't care about black people. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Damn. Mike, Mike, right. Myers, Mike Myers looks so comfortable into the camera lens. <laughs> what, what the hell did you set me up with, man? Um, nah, okay. I, no, I can kind of see that. And that's because yeah. after Jessica Jones, which was more of a, you know, she's trying to play the detective, but every now and then some stuff goes down and some blows need to be thrown, we were promised Luke Cage was just touched on in that show. In this series, we were really going to see what he can do. And you're up in yeah. episode six. Until then, then, uh, in that span of 13 episodes. Yeah. And up until episode six, you only get a couple of scenes of action here and there. That can in itself be very frustrating. I feel you. I really want to see him just like throw down and things. But they're painting him as more of a cerebral character, yeah. mm -hmm. which is good. Which I was is great. Yeah. Which is great. Because, like, on the other hand, like, I'm debating this with myself as I'm watching it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, like, uh, after episode, like, three or four, whenever that, you know, big end scene happened, and I was like... Man, that wasn't really what I wanted. You know, like, I was expecting a little more there. Like, he's mm -hmm. sort of like, yeah, but. restrain, hold yourself back. But then, like, I keep watching it. Like, all the performances are engrossing and amazing. Yeah, spot on. And, yes. like, 
he plays the other aspects. Michael Coulter is his name? Yeah. Uh, Michael Coulter yeah. Uh, plays Luke Cage. Yeah. He plays mm-hmm. the other aspects of that character so, so well. He's he's mesmerizing, he's funny, he's witty, uh, and he's smart. And I think that you need to bring all of that so he doesn't just end up as another one-dimensional what well, you know one, one thing I about this is they're really taking advantage of the fact that it's not a movie where you have to get it all into two hours or two and a half hours mm-hmm. and like throw something in the end credit scene you and got 13 get hours back exactly yeah. 13 it's hours not to make about it work getting folks back in the seats it's like they're really just taking advantage of the fact that they had time to lay the story out yeah. and and just like let it grow at its own pace right. i do agree with you it's a little slow but mostly because i'm familiar with the comics i know what this dude can do i know what's gonna happen let's see someone get punched in the neck already let's, let's do it <laughs> <laughs> you know? i mean for me for me watching and this danny rand is like it's like it's like it's like, a, it's like a, it's some kind of interracial rainbow coalition double dragon you know making stuff happen back and forth like that episode of family matters <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. What's up? Uh, it's You're definitely a a, uh, a slow boil. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, I was I was geeked up for this from from day one when I first heard this was dropping. Uh, I just want to point out if anyone can't see this on the twi- on the on the Twitch stream, this man is wearing the Luke Cage shirt. Yeah, higher. There we go. <laughs> Yellow shirt and tiara, dude. That's right. Throwback. <laughs> That's right, tiara. Yeah, Throwback. I mean. Throwback. Yeah. Right, so I laughed I- so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Pat. I laughed so hard when that. Get back. We're so behind. Me and Johnny are behind yeah. on, the, on the take for this one. We're not gonna yeah. spoil anything. Um, go ahead, thank man. you. Thank you. So we're only in. We just finished episode two. Yep. Um, Amazing so far. I mean, I was geeked up for the prep for this. The fact that they took into account the titles of the episodes are are based off of Gangstar mm-hmm. album titles or track titles. Like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, the first trailer with Wu-Tang, mm. um, ODB rather, yes. that immediately put me in like, this is gonna be something special. Mm. And even after the first episode, I mean, all the different references they drop um, to throw back to hip-hop culture, throw back to the current time in which they're in, it's just amazing. Um, the, the little nuances from the actors, it's just it's just something that pulls me in. I, I like the cast. I think the cast is very well with um, I'm I'm jack up this brother's name, uh, Mahershala Ali um, uh, from uh, from House of Cards. He plays Cottonmouth. Uh, yeah, I mean, fantastic, pr- amazing, no, amazing. After watching him on House of Cards, seeing him in this particular role because I mean he's more of a secondary tertiary character in House of Cards, and for him to get picked up in a major role really pulled me in. It. Mm-hmm. Simone Cook, whoo, she's gorgeous, and I, and I like and I like what she's doing in her character as well. And of well, course they got a veteran with well, Alfred Woodward, yes. Woodard, um, for her for them to have her as a veteran, it gives so that a, a sort of stamp on it. Um, to have this old school veteran actress on this show mm-hmm. um, to be able to balance the weight so it doesn't pull away from the um, from the other actors who maybe not not nearly as known but at the same time it gives us its credibility to mm-hmm. it so I, I'm, I'm all about it man I'm loving it and um, yeah I wrote on my Facebook wall that I'm kind of hating on folks who are now jumping onto it who were like okay you're so awesome, but like you, but you clowned everybody who used to read comics. You, it's like that. so it's like you know, back back in the day, them comic nerds you hated them, you gave them swirlies, but all of a sudden now you're on the bandwagon about I love superheroes now. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll tell you where I can get it because you acknowledge these cats are fakes, but it's like at the very least the material is getting its respect. Yes, and that's the one thing I am happy for that the material is still getting out there. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting on that ambush bug movie though, man. Marvel. What's good? <laughs> Look, Johnny, I know we were kind of cut on time, but go ahead, Johnny. I want to hear your thoughts, man. Ah, uh, no, it was it was definitely fantastic. It's um, it's the pacing itself. It, it is a slow boil uh, type of storyline where mm-hmm. it starts off slow and it it's definitely ramping up. In episode two, you can see the character development happening mm-hmm. with Luke Cage, and they have this arc of character development. Whereas in Jessica Jones, the character the character development of Jessica Jones herself wasn't as it, it, it was annoying is what it was. Like, we start off learning these characters, right. and then we find out why we hate them as we go along. Yeah. I, I hated uh, the neighbors. I hated her lawyer. Mm-hmm, I hated, I hated, mm-hmm. well, you hate the villains, yeah. but you hate the heroes, too. It's like Jessica Jones, we're not, we, we start off c- kind of thinking we're supposed to like her, and then we realize, as the, as the story goes on, why we don't. Yeah. Well, and, and also with Jessica Jones, there, I really hate there those was n- no, neighbors, though. I just want to point that, I just want to uh, put that out there. No, that there, was, there was no that was a character, that was a there was no development of Jessica Jones' character itself. Mm-hmm. All the development happened uh, before the events that the actual, uh, series takes place yes. no, see, and I'm the flashbacks that, give the g- the flashbacks of to those mm-hmm, prior episodes mm-hmm. give her the character development but it's not character development as the current events the present events are actually occurring uh, see, whereas luke yeah. cage is luke cage was definitely character development as 
Especially he's, in episode I mean, one and yeah, two. Yeah, no, and you're going to see it, like, um, not as far as Pat, I don't think, but, like, he continues to grow, which mm-hmm. is a real treat for me as, like, a, you know, a story nerd. Like, mm-hmm. I like to see character arcs. Yep. I'm not going to agree with you on Jessica Jones. I think she gets in the last three episodes. It's subtle. I'm not saying it's in your face, yeah. but, like, I think it's there. Um, but... Yeah, man. Not, so, not to this degree. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And um, that's the the great. I'm sorry, we got to wrap up. Well, like that's yeah. the great thing about the show. Like, yep. there's character arcs everywhere. You're gonna uh, start uh, seeing them come out the woodwork. And for, uh, unlike oh, Jessica sorry. Jones, this one allows the character to develop as you go along. Um, knowing what I know in the comics, it's just kind of killing me because I'm like, okay, this is gonna happen to this character, but I like this character. Why? Um, I do want to point out also, we've talked about the comic aspect. The show itself is com- it comes across like uh, like one long exploitation film. I actually really like that because I got a sense of they're trying to focus on the neighborhood. They're trying to focus on the music and the culture. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, it also comes across like people who are really into this culture, but they've only known about it for like two years. <laughs> you know, but at the very but 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 they but they're paying attention. You know, this was this was this was the white dude who went to college, um, like, you know, heard a Bob Marley record, discovered some weed and was like, Yeah, I'm gonna get my head dreadlocked. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm gonna start talking like this. It's like it's like I listen to one Eminem album and oh my god, hip hop is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but I but I but I do I do acknowledge though that it's not it's not done for like any kind of sensationalist BS. It's mm-hmm. legitimate effort and effort being uh, effort attention being paid and affinity like I got that mm-hmm. like this was liked like okay and the show itself um, is being done legitimately that's what I yes. like it's not like a quick cash grab it's not a tie in to the movie universe it's mm-hmm. a show that's meant to stand on its own two legs and if it mm-hmm. does well enough then yeah we'll put it in the, we'll, we'll, we'll tie it in the movies but for now let Luke Cage be Luke Cage to stand alone and it's dope in my opinion the show is heavily hip hop centered I love yes. the soundtrack yes. once they release it I'm picking that up mm. legally <laughs> and uh, and and, yes. and cats that I know that have no leanings towards hip hop whatsoever, complete, complete, have gone on record as hating on it, are loving the show. That's how deep it is. Mm-hmm. And okay. also, cans of Cafe Bustello left and right. Like that's yeah. a, that's a uh, thing you don't yes, see anywhere on yes. TV. You don't see anywhere. Just the cop, awesome. like put 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 put, put the money in the swear jar. It's a can of Cafe Bustello. Yeah. You know. Um, okay. Flashbacks my my upbringing, man. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, our anonymous uh, anonymous friends are, are, are claiming that Luke Cage versus Cottonmouth is really awesome, mm-hmm. but that the worst part is Luke Cage versus uh, uh, Diamondback. Oh, well, I mean, hey, let the show play out. Like, they'll see some differences there, but the whole thing is it's a comic show yeah, at yeah, its yeah, crux, yeah, yeah. you know? Yes. You can't complain about the dialogue isn't completely realistic, really? The dialogue about the man who's 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 bulletproof, whose girlfriend can like jump off of like story buildings and things. <laughs> yes. and I thought who's the got dialogue was the spot on though, right? Like it's a little mm. corny, but I felt like it's supposed to be a little corny. I agree. I don't know. As, as, a, as, as a comic yeah. reader, you should be a lot more sensitive. I'm not like I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, you're you, you're generally inherently more sensitive to dialogue that's not. One hundred percent realistic, <laughs> but also you're 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 um you're I won't say genetically, but you're predisposed to giving it a little more of a pass. I think that may be why it seems that way. Keep in mind though, like for this show, not just for the show in general, but we watch a lot of bad movies. Yeah, no, I was gonna say like, and like when I think of like, like bad bad dialogue, we re- like just we're aware yeah. of these things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I was gonna, and yeah, this is one of the less bad. I love it's, it's, bad it's, it's, yeah. I was oh, gonna say it's dialogue. just like the dialogue you get in pretty much any other type of comic book movie. It's yes. the same. It's the same yes. level of dialogue. Like you hear a lot of these words over and over and over again. Like yeah. you and I are one and the same. Like, you know? they try to they try, they, they try to do good things with this though. Like one thing I one thing I notice um, is uh, Luke himself as mm-hmm. a character mm-hmm. as part of the building um, as on several occasions. Uh, stated his point of view on the word nigga, yeah. and, 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 and really saying you know that's it's, it's why it's bad, you know why we shouldn't use it, what how it degrades our people, and then he goes on. To, oh, one of my favorite things from I think the first or second episode. It's like you dare you see a nigga in front of you right here on the corner in front of a building named after one of our greatest black heroes in America. <laughs> I think Chris was one of the first men in the Boston Massacre. He could have he stood his ground. But I'm like, it was okay, great. Okay, it was seriously. great. Yeah, any any other mugger would have shot you five minutes ago. <laughs> 
All right, but no, I know I, I I like I like that that's the thing that they're doing. It's a socially conscious show. Yes, it's a I like that. it's a well written show so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have a couple episodes, so if it ends on some BS, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> but besides that, um, so far I'm, uh, <laughs> it's it's not DC, so you're good. It's not DC. Martha, <laughs> it's like <laughs> episode episode twelve will end with like Blade waking up from a dream sequence and, and, and finding and finding like yeah finding like uh, Jean Grey in the shower I thought you were dead <laughs> alright well anyways um, I highly recommend anyone check this out it's Luke Absolutely. Cage yes. Netflix right now uh, am, I, am I alone in the room fellas nah it is watch worth your it time now. you mean Even- Netflix Yes, Netflix. Yes. It's on Netflix. Even if you have no leanings towards hip hop, you don't know what Wu Tang Clan is. When I say Killer Bee Swarm, you think I'm talking about a hive, <laughs> right? I love you too. If you if you none of that makes sense to you, you still need to see this show. It's still good cinema. It's good writing. Mm-hmm. It's good acting. The actors all knock it out of the park. Yes. No one hits yeah. a false yes. note. And for so, you old heads there, I want to point out one thing. I know we've, we're, gonna, we're, we're going over time now, but um, I just want to say one thing. Jake, you can back me up on this. Mm-hmm. I get a real New York undercover vibe from the show. Every time I look at Luke Cage, I think Malik Yoba, and I'm waiting, <laughs> like, I'm waiting for Eddie Torres to come around the corner. That's what I'm waiting for. straight New York undercover vibe. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah they, got, they got Eddie Torres. The dude who plays Shades. <laughs> you a mess. You a mess. But all definitely right, is a new right. with the cover vibe. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just happy uh, uh, Raphael Sadiq's still working. Yeah, for all real. right. So we've gone way over time. Like I said, this has been the Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Want to thank you all for joining us. Want to thank you all for watching us live on Twitch too, where you can find us. Uh, you can also find the um, the uh, the archived episode at at uh, twitch.tv forward slash the Geek Down. You can also find it at YouTube. Mm-hmm. The Geek Down, or SoundCloud, The Geek Down, Instagram, The Geek Down, Facebook, The Geek Down, Twitter, The Geek Down, iTunes, iTunes. The Geek Down. That is correct. I also want to thank uh, Mike, Mike Lewis. Excuse me, excuse me, Lefty Lewis. Lefty Lewis. Uh, Lefty, Bumpy Knuckles Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, you can hear this. You can hear this gentleman uh, every week on the Venetian blinds. That's uh, a Vienna pitch comes <laughs> on just before you guys. Eight o'clock. I'm messing with you. I'm messing yeah, with you, dude. No, so. that's good though. But like, uh, it's every every Monday eight. Well, not every Monday now because Nicole's in law school. But we do it most Mondays around eight, right before you guys. We talk about mm, whatever comes up that week. Yep, right here on WEMFRadio.com. It's the Venetian. Excuse me. It's the Venezuelan. <laughs> just watch. It's, yeah, the, it's, it's the Vienna. Just it's the, it's the Vienna Pitch right here on WMFRadio.com at 8 p.m. Hosted by Nicole uh, and Zuni. And Zuni and, and friends. And uh, friends. These, these, you can catch these jokers here. And then you can hear us uh, right here on the Geek Down. If you heard a thing on this show, you want to chime in on his up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or just jump to the website and get the lowdown there. It's geek-down.com. Until then, we'll catch you all next week, 9 p.m. Right here on WMFRadio.com. I want to thank my homeboy, Jake. Oh, Orange Juice James. Peace, peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to thank just Johnny. Yo. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank DJ Herbie Herb. Yo. I want to remind you all, catch us next week. And until then, you all be excellent to each other. Peace.